my beloved brothers and sisters in the assembly of Yahusha, from our previous worship service lesson, we have learned the importance of prayer. But what kind of prayer or characteristic must we have so that our prayer is effective? The perseverance of prayer is what we will talk about today, my beloved brethren, and what every child of God, especially the assembly of Yahusha, must possess in order to prove to Yahuwah God that we have total faith in him. That no matter how long it may take God to answer our prayers, we will wait and we will do so. For it is God that knows exactly what we need in this life. And he alone knows exactly when we need it the most. And as long as we remain faithful and obedient to him, Yahuwah will never abandon us. But brethren, one might say, what must we do then if it seems our prayers are not being answered by God? We'll begin our study today by reading the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7 to 8. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. So what must we do when it seems like our prayers are not being answered by God? The Bible says, beloved brethren, keep on asking, keep on seeking, and keep on knocking. In other words, we must have perseverance. Now, there are times when we're fortunate enough to have our prayers answered right away. And there are also times when our prayer seems to be not being answered at all, beloved brethren. And that is when we show our patience and faith to our loving God. So when God doesn't answer us right away, the more we must continue to pray to him. So after we have prayed to God, what then must we do here in Ephesians Chapter 3, verse 20. To him who by means of his power working in us is able to do so much more than we can ever ask for or even think of. So beloved brothers and sisters, God love exceeds far beyond our knowledge of him. That's when we ask something of God. He even gives us more than what we ask for. So when we ask of something in prayer, be prepared not only in receiving it, but also in doing our part. God must see in us our sincerity and devotion to him so that when he answers our prayers, we will be more be faithful and devoted to him. Just remember, it is God's will that we must follow, not ours. So always be prepared to do our part. For example, if we pray, my beloved brothers and sisters, for a good job or means a better livelihood, our part is to go out there or, of course, go to the comp different companies, give our applications, fill our applications, and give our resumes. Let's not pray, then just be idle or stay home. Prayer, my beloved brothers and sisters, is not an excuse for laziness. We must do our part first, then God will do his. Open our eyes 
opportunities are there not by accident. Keep asking, but while we ask, we must be alert and look for God's answer. Who in the Bible, due to his persistence in prayer, was rewarded by Yahuwah God? Let's continue with our lesson by reading the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse 12 to 14. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I helped him, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future, for this vision concerns a time yet to come. We all know the servant of God, Daniel. Through his perseverance in prayer, God allowed him to have understanding in the visions he saw of what is to come in the future. But beloved brethren, God did not answer his prayer right away. Matter of fact, it took God 21 days, it says, to answer his prayer. But Daniel remained humble and persevered. Something we have to remember, brethren, God hears our prayers. But it doesn't mean he's going to answer us right away. God is in control. And he alone knows when it's time for our prayers to be answered. Just do our part to keep on asking in prayer and to seek his will. We must surrender ourselves to God, putting our complete trust in him, knowing that he will answer us in his own time. In praying to Yahuwah, how are we sure that he will hear us and answer our prayer? Here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. We have courage in God's presence because we are sure that he hears us if we ask him for anything that is according to his will. He hears us whenever we ask him. And since we know this is true, we know also that he gives us what we ask from him. How can we be sure that God will hear us and answer our prayer? He hears us if we ask him for anything that is according to his will, beloved brethren, and that is the key. Now, can we ask of anything we need from God? Of course we can, as long as it's accordance to his will. Yes, God hears our prayers. And like the Bible says, he gives us what we ask of, of from him. But never forget, beloved brethren, that at the end, it is his will that matters the most. Now. Who is the greatest example of all? Just to tell you an example, brothers and sisters. During his prayer, entrusted fully in the will of God. We all know the greatest example of all is none other than our Yahusha, Hamashiach. When he prayed to God at this time, brothers and sisters, he was praying at a place called Gethsemane. He was praying there because he knows the situation and what will happen to him. He was, filled, he was filled with so much pain and anguish because he knows he was going to die. And at the end of his prayer, he went on to say, not my will, 
but your will be done. You see, brethren, when asking what we want from God, we have to ask ourselves, is it the will of God or is it mine's? We must first acknowledge if God gives, if God gives me this, that I ask, will it bring honor and glory to him? Will it make me a better servant, pleasing to his most holy name? Is it his will? It is his will, not ours. That's important, my beloved brethren. How then do we know the will of God? Here in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. Trust in Yahuwah with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear Yahuwah and turn away from evil. How will we know the will of God, beloved brethren? Well, first of all, by not depending on our own understanding. You see, brethren, as humans, we have flaws, do we not? We are not perfect. Even if we think we're doing the right thing and what we're praying for is right, pleasing to God, Yahuwah knows more than we do. In his infinite wisdom, he knows what is good and not good for us. We have to trust completely in Yahuwah, whether he answers our prayers or not. What do I mean? Well, God might say no to our prayer by not answering our prayers at all. Why? Because what we have learned, God knows it. God knows what is good for us, brothers and sisters. Now, to most of us, if you listen to a country song, this reminds me of a singer. And that is why I listen to country uh, song because of this singer, famous singer, well-known. His name is Garth Brooks. And he has a song that's entitled Unanswered Prayers. And in that song, he said, just because God doesn't hear us doesn't mean he doesn't care. Because some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, my beloved brethren. Isn't that a beautiful song? Now, just because Yahuwah doesn't answer us doesn't mean he doesn't hear us, beloved brethren. It is also a blessing from God if he doesn't answer us at all. Because he alone knows what is good for us. That's why we must not depend on our own understanding. Because there will be situations in our life that doesn't make sense to us, but makes sense to Yahuwah God. Why is that? Because Yahuwah God knows more than we do. We may ask Yahuwah God for something that we think is good for us, but in God's wisdom, it is not, beloved brethren. Now, whose prayer are those that God will not answer? James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. You want things, but you cannot have them. So you are ready to, you are ready to kill. You strongly desire things, but you cannot get them. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have what you want because you do not ask God for it. And when you ask, you do not receive it because your motives are bad. You ask for things to use for your own pleasures. Is there a prayer that God will not answer? If our intentions are bad, beloved brethren. Now you can ask anything from God, but if our motives are bad, most definitely God will not grant what we ask of him. 
Think about it, beloved brethren. To the parents that are listening today, if our child asks something of us that we know will surely lead them to a wrong path, even endanger his or her life, will we give it to them? Of course not. God is the same way, especially if it, if it will ruin a good character. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, beloved brethren, how can we shine as lights of the world if we ourselves are indulged in the many pleasures of this world that are against the will of Yahuwah God? Our prayers should always be in accordance to his will so that we may develop a godly character. So beloved brethren, always remember, when we pray, keep asking, keep seeking, and keep knocking. That is how we show our perseverance in our prayer to Yahuwah, our God. And no matter what the answer will be, we should receive it with joy and gladness in our hearts. It is His will that must be followed and not ours, beloved brethren. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. Beloved brethren, in the first part of our lesson, we have learned that when we pray to God, it should be in accordance to his will. In other words, we cannot ask for something that will violate his commandments. And it must be based also on correct or non-selfish motives. And then when we ask or when we pray, we should keep on asking we should keep on seeking and we should keep on knocking. So how does the Bible illustrate how somebody, a person in the Holy Scriptures who kept on knocking on the door of our Lord Yahuwah? Let us start reading. In Luke 11, the verses are 5 to 8. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this illustration. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You would shout up to him. A friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing to give him to eat. He would call down from his bedroom. Please don't ask me to get up. The door is locked for the night and we are all in bed. I just can't help you this time. But I'll tell you this, though he won't do it as a friend, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you everything you want just because of your persistence. So beloved brethren, how did the Bible illustrate somebody who kept on knocking? 
So what we have read is a parable of our Lord Yahusha about a person, a man needing bread. And it is around midnight. So he went to a friend's house asking to borrow three loaves of bread. So at this hour of the day or of the night, we know that this person does not have any other option. Because at that time, I don't think there are 7-Eleven stores available. So in other words, his only option is his friend. So what did he do? He kept on knocking. Our Lord Yahushua said, you keep knocking long enough, eventually he will open up and give you everything that you want just because of your persistence. Our beloved brethren, the one talking here is our Lord Yahushua. So let me ask you this question. Who knows more about the Father than anyone else in the world? Who is that? Our Lord Yahushua. So when our Lord Yahushua says, keep on knocking on the door of our Father, then we should do that. What does knocking represent? It represents persistence and dependence. So if we keep on knocking to our Lord God, Yahuwah, then we are telling him that you are my only option. I am totally dependent on you and I am never going to give up. So if we knock on God's door and he does not answer, what do we do? We just come back and then knock again. If we stop knocking on God's door, what does it mean? It means that maybe we don't depend on God. We might probably turn to something or someone else. So, for example, you have a long-lasting illness. So, you keep praying, asking, seeking, and knocking on the door of our Lord Yahuwah, but you are not getting better. So, what do you do? Somebody told you about a spiritual healer who can heal many kinds of illnesses. What do you do? You consult with that spiritual healer. Let us not do that, beloved brethren. An example in the Holy Scriptures is King Saul. When God left him and he was praying to God, God does not answer. What does he do? He resorted to consulting a medium to bring up the spirit or the soul of Samuel the prophet. So let us not follow that. 
But when we pray to God, we must show a fervent prayer to show him that we have no other option, that he and he alone is the one that's going to help us. So beloved brethren, when we pray, we must keep on asking, seeking, and knocking. So this is what it means to depend on Yahuwah, our God in prayer. So when must, we, when must we all the more depend on Yahuwah God in prayer? Let us hear the answer of the Holy Scriptures in 1 Samuel 1, 5 to 7. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her and Yahuwah had closed her womb. Penina, her rival, would torment and humiliate her. Because Yahuwah had kept her childless. This went on year after year. Whenever they went to the house of Yahuwah, Penina would upset Hannah so much that she would cry and refuse to eat anything. So when should we all the more depend on our Lord Yahuwah in prayer? It is when we experience the deepest sorrows in this life. So the verse that we have read refers to Hannah. Hannah lived during the time of the judges in Israel. When they have settled into the land of Canaan. Hannah is one of the two wives of a man named Elkanah. So he has two wives, Hannah and Penina. Penina has had children. That's why he, she would torment and humiliate her rival, Hannah. And it went on year after year, and it gave Hannah very deep sorrow. So the deep sorrow that Hannah experienced is that the Lord closed her womb. She is not capable of bearing any children. Now, why did God close her womb? Because Yahuwah God has a great purpose for her womb. In other words, Yahuwah wanted Hannah to discover for herself a greater and more noble purpose to why she would need to have a son or a child. So what did Hannah do which led her to find the deep purpose in her sorrow. Let us read in the same book, 1 Samuel. The verses are now 1, 9 to 11. Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. 
Eli the priest was sitting at his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to Yahuwah. And she made this vow. O Yahuwah of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to Yahuwah, his hair will never be cut. So what did Hannah do which led her to find the deep purpose, the more noble purpose in her sorrow? She decided to get up and pray. And she did not waste her sorrow. She brought it to God. But at the same time, as year after year goes by, she was inquiring. She was trying to learn. What does God want me to do? What is God expecting from me? I have been praying to relieve me of my sorrows, to please give me a child. But perhaps that prayer is too self-centered. When, when she prayed, please give me a son. Give me a child. So I will be relieved of my sorrows. So I will not be a laughing stock of my rival Penina. That is very self-centered. But after studying the situation, inquiring of God, what do I need to do, O Holy Father? She, she got the answer. So what was that? She made this vow. If you answer my prayer, O Lord Yahuwah, and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. So Hannah committed to the deep and more noble purpose of the reason why she is calling and asking for the help of our almighty Yahuwah. So what happened after her prayer? Let us continue reading in 1 Samuel 1, 19 to 20. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship Yahuwah once more. Then they returned home to Ramah. When Elkanah slept with Hannah, Yahuwah remembered her plea. And in due time, she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel. For she said, I ask Yahuwah for him. 
So, beloved brethren, what happened after Hannah prayed? God remembered her prayer. God remembered her vow that if our Lord Yahuwah will give her a son, then she will give back the son to Yahuwah so that he will serve him his entire lifetime. And so our Lord Yahuwah God opened her womb. So she has committed the life of his son for God's purpose. Do you think, beloved brethren, that if God never closed the womb of Hannah, would she know the purpose of the birth of his son, Samuel? So, beloved brethren, when we pray to God and God does not answer our prayers, let us try to dig deeper. What is it that God wants from us? What is that deeper purpose for which we should be asking in our prayer. So that deeper purpose for Hannah is the birth of Samuel. Who is Samuel, beloved brethren? He is a judge in the nation of Israel. He's the one who wrote this book, first Samuel and second Samuel. And also, he was one of the greatest prophets anointed by God. Not only that, but he established the school of prophets. So, beloved brethren, when we are in deep anguish or sorrow, let us inquire of God. What is your purpose? Why you are testing me? Why you are allowing me to experience such sorrow. So we need to find the deeper purpose of what is behind or what is underneath the sorrows that we are suffering. That's why when we pray to God and a prayer, beloved brethren, is not a one-way communication. In other words, we want to know what is God's will. So when we pray to God, ask him, what do you want me to learn? What do you want me to be? What changes do you want to find in me? What do you want me to do? What purpose do you want me to serve? And I promise I will do it. So when we pray that kind of prayer to our Lord God, then God will show us the purpose underneath the deep sorrow that we are experiencing. So beloved brethren, what should we pray to God today? So in the last verse, that we are going to read. Let's hear the following. 
in Psalms 27, the verses are 7 to 10. Hear me as I pray, O Yahuwah. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Yahuwah, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me. O oh God of my salvation, even if my father and mother abandon me, Yahuwah will hold me close. So beloved brethren, what should we pray to our Yahuwah God today? Let us pray to God that he will not leave us. He will not abandon us, especially at these times when the world is experiencing a lot of sorrows. The pandemic is not totally controlled yet. Many people are suffering. Many are sick. Many miss their meals, trying to find a decent livelihood so that heads of household can feed their families and their children. So why are we sure that God will not abandon us? The verse tells us, even if my father and mother abandon me, Yahuwah will hold me close. Are there, is, are there instances, beloved brethren, when fathers or mothers abandon their children? Yes, we have heard of many news about new, newly born babies being abandoned in public restrooms. We hear of infants being left at the gate of an orphanage. And the sad part is we even hear of newly born infants that are left in garbage bins. Only their cries allow them to be saved. Beloved brethren, even grown up people like us could be abandoned by our own family, our father, our mother. And actually that, that's what happened when we joined the assembly of Yahusha, when we decided to stay on the side of Yahuwah, our God, to stand on the side of truth, righteousness, and justice, many of our loved ones were rejected, disowned by their own families. God said, I will hold you close to me. 
So, beloved brethren, let us tell God now the sorrow that we are experiencing. Maybe we have a lingering illness. Let us pour out the contents of our hearts to God and tell him, O Lord, Yahuwah, what do you need from me? Whatever you tell me, I will do. If you cannot heal me from my illness, maybe just give me the strength so that I will be able to overcome it and I will be able to continue to fulfill my duties to you, to serve you, to proclaim your name, Yahuwah, and the name of your begotten son. So let us not give up asking, seeking, and knocking on the door of our Lord Yahuwah. Let us rise and we're going to pray, beloved brethren. Our almighty and most loving Father Yahuwah. Yes. Truly, O oh God, you are a God of truth, righteousness, and justice. You are also very loving to your people. You shower us your love and your compassion. You give us mercy which we do not deserve. From the bottom of our hearts, oh Father, we thank you. Our dear God, please forgive us of all our sins. And our dear Lord, just like you have taught us in our lesson, allow us never to give up, to be persevering, Persistent in our prayers to always continue asking you, seeking of Father and knocking on your door. Our dear God, wherever your children are, whatever the needs of your people are, those who are sick at this moment, especially those who have lingering illnesses, physical afflictions throughout their bodies, our dear God. Lord, kindly ease the pain of your people. If it is possible, restore the health of your children. Our Yahuwah Ropeka, please perform miracles on your servants so that our dear Lord we may be able to continue to serve and to glorify your most holy name. Those who are suffering hardships, trials and tribulations because of the pandemic, because of the many calamities all over the world. Our dear God almighty, kindly pour out your blessings to your people that we may receive the things that we need that we may be able to go on to serve and to glorify your most holy name. 
our Lord and Savior, Yahushua, our King, our Redeemer. Oh, Lord Yahushua, you died for us. Thank you for teaching us the will of the Father to be persistent in our prayers. And our dear Lord, since you are there in heaven beside our dear Father, please continue to intercede in our behalf. Whatever we ask of the Father, kindly beg him to grant it to your people and allow us all, our dear Lord, to walk in your footsteps, to live and think just like you. And please give us pure hearts and dwell in our hearts, please, O oh dear Lord, that all of us shall be able to finish our race. We faithfully believe, O oh our dear God, that you have hearkened to our humble supplication. You have blessed each and every one of your children all over the world. For we beg everything, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.